Good morning, church. I am your pastor, the Reverend Dr. Eric Rice uh, of the Trinity of Whitmire Emmy Zion Church, located at 6198 Dogwaller Road in Whitmire, South Carolina. I am so happy this morning that the Lord has uh, waken us up this morning and start us on another day's journey. And we give him honor and praise and glory for what he has done. I'm a little saddened this morning because on last week we had began to do a drive up worship service, which was very interesting, exciting, and I really enjoyed myself. But due to the city guidelines and the Amazon church, we have been shut down. There was an incident that occurred in Charlotte, North Carolina at a convention where uh, over 100 people contacted the COVID-19 virus. Therefore, it has put a scare uh, into the situation where they felt that we should shut down, that we might not face those similar numbers. Uh, but we do understand and we must follow the rules. But I thank God for this opportunity to come and to preach a word of God to you. I want to say that this virus is nothing to play with, uh, but uh, my concern is that um, the people are going to suffer for it. But nevertheless, we've got to be smart. We've got to, uh, as I said, follow the guidelines. I know it's frustrating. It, it's, I feel frustrated as well because I believe that, uh, especially in a time like this, that we should have some type of way uh, to see each other and to fellowship with each other without getting too close and contacting the virus. But nevertheless, we must do what we have been told to do. Um, in the AME Zion Church, we have a Episcopal. Um, uh, in other words, we have bishops, uh, the Episcopacy, and that sometimes or most of the time they make decisions uh, for the church. Uh, we must realize, you know, the old saying that when you are in Rome, you do what Rome do. Although it may be frustrating, I know that God is still on our side. I'm going to go into uh, what I call the sanctuary spiritually, play you a song that I do not own the rights to. I pray that you enjoy it, and I'll come back this morning with a word from the Lord. Amen. to fight but 
Our scripture lesson this morning will be taken from the gospel according to St. John. The gospel according to St. John, the 11th chapter. I'm going to begin reading at verse number 37. Or verse number 38, sorry. Verse number 38 of the gospel according to St. John, the 11th chapter. Verse number 38. Jesus once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there for four days. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus took up and said, looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always you are always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, 
that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his feet, his hands wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Amen. We want to talk from a subject this morning. He moved at the right time. He moved at the right time. Let us pray. Lord, we're grateful today for this opportunity. And we say thank you, uh, Lord, under these circumstances that we are able to get a word from the Lord. I know and I realize that your word is big, it's wide, and it stretches, Lord, throughout this world. And that, Lord, if we take it in strides, that we, if we want to, can and will be able to hear what thus says the Lord. So, Lord, we thank you this morning. I pray that you will bless me, Lord. And as I preach your word, allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. He moved at the right time. We all have heard that song that the people used to sing entitled, You Can't Hurry God. But the truth is, we all wish we could. Especially in times like these, even I myself wish that I could say something uh, to the Lord that will take this pandemic and move it out of the way as if it never happened. Not for anything to for, for me to gain, but for the people to gain. Because this pandemic has really began to what I call change our lives, some for the better and Yes, some for the worst. Because there there are those times when it seems that uh, the will of God, uh, as far as we are concerned, in our carnal minds, takes too long to develop. But we must realize that our time is not like God's time. For what we call a long time is just a small uh, entity in the time uh, that God uh, goes by. After all, he is the one that makes the decisions. And when God decides uh, that something happens, it will be the right time. Anybody ever been there uh, where you have prayed, you have cried, you have prayed and you've cried, you have prayed and you have cried some more. And it appeared that God was not going to show up in your life. You were frustrated because you felt like, God, by now you should have been here. So is uh, uh, the case in this text. Uh, the text says, but my brother, amen, has been in the grave for a long time. And by now, he, he may be undesirable. It's really what she was saying. But my brothers and sisters, it is not uh, when will God show up? Uh, the question is, he's going to show up, or the answer is, it's a matter of when will he get here? But in times like this, we must realize that God does not take a break when his people are in trouble. It's not that God is doing nothing. God is waiting on the right time. You may not see him, but he's there. He's working on our behalf. He's working it out for us behind the scenes. 
God is always active and involved in the life of a Christian. There's, there's no doubt about it. He's always there uh, looking out for us, taking care of us, making sure that we are okay. But what we must realize is that God has a strategy and whenever he decides to show up, he's always on time. Amen. We must realize that God is the only one who can show up late and still be early. Let that sit in your spirit for just a minute. That's why I celebrate God in the midst of my struggle, because I know that sooner or later he will get there. So I go ahead and get myself warmed up. I get myself primed up for praise because when he comes, I'm going to show enough praising. Amen. When God shows up and deliver us from uh, this thing that we are in now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be the first one, amen, to give him praise uh, as I'm doing right now. Amen. I might do something strange like holler out glory, hallelujah, something like that. Amen. The story of Lazarus is or should be familiar to you, but today we want to talk about him and how God loved him. And just by that statement, I knew that God would not let him down. And because he loves us, God will never let us down, church. But Mary and Martha, amen, in the text are crying because their brother is sick. So they sent word to let Jesus know about Lazarus's sickness. But just like Mary and Martha, we sometimes have a desperate request for God. Amen. We have a desperate request for, from, for him. We want to ask him to do things in our lives, amen, because they begin to weigh on our conscience or they, be, they, they become a burden to us. And we want God to move and we want him to move fast. And just like us, you know, they began to panic because Lazarus wasn't getting better. They wanted Jesus to hurry up and come on. They wanted Jesus to make Lazarus a priority. Amen. Listen, church, it's important that you don't let a delay minimize your issue. Don't let the devil make you believe that what's important to you is not important to God. I know what happened on last week. We were at the church and we were able to feel the spirit of God. We were able to, to move like we hadn't moved in months. We were able to come together, social distancing. We were able to fellowship and hear the word of God. And here comes that old Satan, that old devil, uh, the adversary, trying to throw a monkey wrench in what we were doing. That's all it is. Anytime you are doing something for the Lord, there's always an opposition. Amen. But we've got to understand that say he will try to fool you. Amen. He'll say, he'll say, uh, see there, uh, God don't love you. Amen. Have, have you ever heard that in your spirit? Have you ever uh, gotten frustrated because of what has happened in your life? And because of the frustration, it has caused us uh, not to see the big picture. But I must say that I do understand how you feel. What I've noticed is that the Bible never said what Lazarus' sickness was. It just said that he was sick unto death. Amen. But what I do know is that all of us got one or has one. And whatever it is, it sometimes put us under pressure. Amen. Pressure has a way of making us uh, uh, feel a certain way. Pressure will cause us not to think clearly uh, in the decisions or make decisions that we should be making. Pressure will cause us to be uh, uh, find ourselves out of character, out of the norm of what we are used to seeing. But it's okay because God is going to move at the right time. Can I get a witness today? God is going to move at the right time just when we 
think it's over. God is going to move. I guarantee you. We don't know it, uh, but some of our prayers, amen, have already been answered. God has answered some of our prayers, and he's going to make this thing go away. In James, the fifth chapter, verse number 16, uh, part B, the Bible says that the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. In other words, it produces much, amen? If you pray effectively, amen, and, and you're fervent with your passion and, and pray righteously, uh, our prayers will be answered. And if you did it like that, if you pray like that, if your prayers uh, contain those things, amen, God heard your prayer. We should know by now that God or Jesus responds to the needs. But in, in this text, I believe that Jesus stayed away uh, two more days on purpose because there were some lessons to be learned. We must realize that God does not wear a watch for he is a watch. Amen. He is time all by himself. Amen. He was here before we got, got, got started. Amen. He was here before anything else ever occurred. Uh, God was here. In verse number four of our text, Jesus spoke of Lazarus' situation. He said that this sickness is not uh, unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified through it. It seems to me, church, that God is still in control. And just like he was in control, amen, uh, during Lazarus' death, he is still in control this morning. And he will move for us, through us, and to us at the right time. Patience is something that we all need. See, waiting is not bad if we'd only uh, learn how to wait. Amen. His ways and his thoughts are not like ours. You you may be anxious, but wait. You may have to uh, cry some tears while you're waiting. Amen. But wait, I say, on the Lord. If you learn how to wait it out, God will work it out. Look at God. Don't, don't you know that, that God is working behind the scenes in all of our lives? In this text, if Lazarus doesn't die, the people would say he was going to get well anyway. And that's the way some people's mentality is. So we've got to realize that when God does something, amen, he does it for a reason. Sometimes God's got, God has to, to let some uh, stuff die. Sometimes God got to let some stuff uh, get bad so, so that only he can do it so that only he can fix it. Amen. Can you imagine if we could fix some of these things ourselves? Some of us would probably crown ourselves little gods. Amen. But God has a way of, of working things out that he might get the glory and all the praise. And sometimes you don't know how uh, God works it out, but he's working it out, church. Just like being in traffic, uh, you know, when you get in traffic, sometimes you've been there where the traffic is slow. Amen. You're, you're going inches and inches. But when you get there um, to the, where the issue is, the people are standing around looking and you say, ain't nobody working. Everybody's standing around looking. Then you see a head up ahead. Uh, uh, you see people underground. Amen. Out of sight, working in manholes. Those are the ones that's really doing the work. I said that to say that God is like that man in the manhole. He's the one doing the work. You just can't see him. Can I get a witness today? We've got to realize that God wants us to know um, that he is going to work things out. Amen. God wants to know, can you trust him even though you can't see him? 
So in the text again, Jesus, he tarries until Lazarus falls asleep. We say die. Amen. But he's actually asleep. God says he's asleep. My question is, who do you believe? Do you believe you yourself or do you believe what God said? Jesus shows up and, and Mary and Martha says, if you had shown up, my brother would not be dead. That's what they said. Instead of celebrating Jesus's arrival, they blame Jesus for being late. I want you to know, church, that we cannot blame the Lord for being late, but we must celebrate him whenever he decides to show up. Jesus says, your brother will rise again. They said, yes, we know he will in the resurrection or the rapture or after a while. Jesus says, hold up. I'm talking about right now. He's going to get up. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they are dead. Jesus says, come on, uh, uh, they, they left Mary, Mary's house and they walked to the cemetery to get in position. Uh, see, there's somebody here who need to get in position to receive your blessing. Somebody listening to the podcast right now needs to get in place, uh, uh, in the right place in order to receive your blessing. They waited on Jesus, amen, to hurry up, amen, and do what Jesus needed to do. But Jesus says, roll the stone away. They said, Lord, he don't smell that good now. Uh, they called him uh, what we call stanky, amen. Listen, you'd be surprised what people will call you when they give up on you. Amen. They had given up on Lazarus because they felt like he was dead and they began to call him name. They said, God, he's been there for four days already and he, amen, may have a bad odor. It, it can't be pleasant, amen. But I stopped by the Ted Church. Don't give up, amen, because of what um, the law says. Don't give up because of, 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 of what decompo decomposition might do to you. Uh, you've got to stay in the fight because God is still in control. And if you trust in him, he'll move at the right time. Jesus said, I say to you uh, today, amen, that uh, I am the resurrection and the life. Amen. Uh, that, that's what that's the point he was trying to make. Amen. Although he may be uh, in a state that's unpleasant, I am the one that can fix his situation. Amen. If you move the stone, Jesus will call your name. If you move the stone back, he will wake us up. Jesus said in the text, Lazarus, 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 come out of the grave. Amen. Come forth. Bible says that he came out with his hands tied up. He came out. His feet was wrapped with strips of linen uh, uh, was around his face. And Jesus takes off the grave clothes. Amen. With the simple word. Uh, there may be somebody here who can't praise God because uh, you're not out of your grave clothes. You, you can't clap your hands because you, amen, have grave clothes on you. Your hands are tied, your feet are tied, and your face is wrapped in cloth, amen. You can't shout because of your grave clothes, amen. Uh, you ought to ask God this morning to loose you, amen, and let you go, amen. And if you do that, you will realize that God has moved in your life at the right time. Is there anybody here that wants to be uh, unraveled? Amen. Is there anybody listening uh, tied up in sin? Uh, uh, is there anybody listening tied up in mess? 
uh, unravel us. Amen. Uh, we, we're tired of being wrapped up in hate. We're tired of being wrapped up in envy. Uh, loose us and let us go. Amen. That's our plea this morning to the Lord. For we know that if you loose us, Lord, the best is yet to come. Be loose, somebody. Amen. Be loose this morning. Be be loose. Amen. Allow God to call your name. And when God calls your name, you will be resurrected. And now that we are uh, have been loosed by our, our asking, now that we have been loosed by um, the word of God, now that we have been loosed by the Holy Spirit, right where you are, you should be able to give God some praise. Amen. Don't hold back your praise. Amen. It might be your last time. You never know. Amen. Uh, I want to thank the Lord for what he has done. But every time I read the story about Lazarus, uh, I have to realize or I must realize that although Jesus raised him from the dead, Lazarus still had to die. I'm going to say that again. Uh, uh, he raised Lazarus from the dead, but at some point in Lazarus's life, he had to die again. Church, I want you to know that we have our battles with life. I want you to know that we have our battles with the things of this world. We have our spiritual battles. We have our relationship battles. We have battles with our children. We have battles with our significant others. We have battles, amen, with our friends. We fight against what we think is right and what is actually right. We sometimes put things before the Lord. We sometimes put things before those that really love us. Amen. We sometimes put things uh, ahead, amen, of life uh, when at the end of the day, these things don't mean a hill of beans. Because one day we all have to die. Even though God has saved us, even though he has brought us out, another trial is going to come. Another form of tribulation will show up. At the end of the day, Jesus is all we have. So we might as well embrace him, amen, because just as soon as we get through with one problem, I want to say to you that another one will arise. As long as you have blood still running warm in your vein, something's going to happen. But we must stand strong. We must be steadfast and unmovable, always abiding in the truth and in the work of the Lord. For we know that the things that we do for the Lord shall not be done in vain. I thank God for the word of God this morning. I want to say to you that uh, God will move at the right time. If we put our trust in him and realize that he is the one who has sustained us, he is the one who have kept us throughout these terrible times that we are going through. I want to give him praise and honor this morning that he's still keeping us alive. This morning, we say thank you for being so good to us. Let us pray. Lord, we're thankful today for this opportunity to preach your word. We pray that somebody has heard the word this morning. I thank you for a way, Lord, to get the word to the people. But Lord, I pray that you will continue to strengthen us and keep us together. Lord, I do realize that church is of free will and you allow us to move and to do as we please. 
But Lord, I pray that you will continue to strengthen us. Help us to know that you are the one that we're serving. Help us to know that you, Lord, will never change. And Father, that when it's time to move, that you will show up on time. Lord, there may be somebody listening who's sick, going through trials and tribulations. Somebody may be prison bound. Somebody, oh God, may uh, not be their best self this morning. Lord, somebody may be frustrated about the time that we're living in. Lord, I know you have the answer to them all. So, Lord, I thank you today. We ask that you pray or ask that you bless us, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you will continue to keep us. Maybe there's somebody who's not saved. Lord, let them know that if they confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, the Bible declares that they can and shall be saved. Bless us now, for, Lord, we need you. Lord, bless the bereaved families all over this land and country. Help us, O oh God, to realize what's important. You know, I watch people, how they put things in life above relationship. I watch how people put things in life, amen, above spiritual things. And then, Father, I look back and I realize, Lord, that time is drawing nigh. And we all have to give up this ghost in life someday. So, Lord, help us to do what we can do while we are still yet alive. Thank you, Lord, for moving on time. For us in the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. I'm going to play a song to end the service. I want you to know um, that Reverend Rice loves you and that he miss you and that uh, in due time, God will bring us together. To God be the glory. Amen. I do not own the right to this music, but enjoy. The song is entitled, I Really Love the Lord. Amen. Lord knows I do. I love the Lord. You don't know what he's done for me. Gave me the victory. Yes. I love him, church. Yes. Come on, say. Come on, say. You don't
Krishna. Bless you this morning. Amen.